Welcome to episode 33.5 of the How Did It Happen podcast hosted by Mike Malatesta. Last week, we started a new segment called 12-Minute CEO Lessons, where in about 12 minutes or less, Mike shares a lesson or two that he's learned along the way. And for this 12-minute CEO lesson, we have Alita Norris, the leadership expert, asking Mike about those CEO lessons he's published in blogs he's written at MikeMalatesta.com. The first, a country motorcycle ride that doesn't go as planned, titled All Lessons Come With Pain. And the second blog post about Mike overcoming fear when presented with the opportunity to live his childhood dream, titled Wanna Drive, Parts 1 and 2. Let's join them now. So you, it sounds like a great birthday gift. You received a motorcycle rental for a day along with a training lesson. That sounds like a great present. Yeah, my, my friend Jeff uh, was this, had been into motorcycles for a long time, and he thought, well, you know, give you a training thing. You can go get your license, and then maybe we can ride together. So he gave me the, the training thing, and I spent a weekend learning to – well, it's actually a week, but a weekend of – it's actually a week – but a weekend of actual riding the rest of his classroom, uh, and I, I got, I, I, I got a hundred. I was like the, you know, wow. top, in, top in the top in the class. Yeah. Wow. So before we talk about what happened that day, have you had an interest? Is, is this something that you've wanted to do in your life? I've more, always been more of a four wheel person or okay. an eighteen wheel person. Right. Uh, so it wasn't like big on my radar, but I felt like I can drive everything else. Why wouldn't I be, why wouldn't I get a motorcycle license too? Sure. So, and when he, when he gave it to me, I was like, well, I'm now, I kind of have to. All right. So you hit the road with Jeff and went out to some beautiful areas of, yeah. you know, lovely Southeastern Wisconsin. And was it a good day? It, it was a good day um, with, with just a little bit of drama, a little bit of drama in it. After, lunch um we were up in the holy hill area and we took off again and he was sort of leading the way i didn't know where we were going so i just followed him wherever he wherever he was going and um, we were on i don't even remember the name of the road but a kind of a windy back road and it was kind of neat because you're leaning the bike one way leaning it the other and then one one of one of those leaning things uh, i lent it too far and uh, and hit the ground and then I tried to recover and I I, I lost control of the bike and I smashed in the front yard of these people who fortunately weren't home. So you you wiped out the bike. What's the first thing that goes on in your mind when you when you dump a bike? Get back up before <laughs> Jeff realizes that I'm not behind him anymore. So that was the very first thing on my mind was get out, get up, get on, and get out of here. And, and were you able to do that? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I was able to do it, but as I started off, he was coming back because he'd looked back evidently and I wasn't there. And All that right. Was, um, but I was able to get back up, get on, and get out of there. All right. So the bike was drivable the rest of the day. You continued your day. We, we did. Uh, we stopped a few more times along the way, and every time we stopped, we noticed something else that was broken, bent, dented, or, um, or otherwise not the way it should be. Uh, but yes, we we kept going the whole day. All right, yeah. and and you shared when you eventually took the bike back to the shop that bike rental managers actually lose their smile and turn a bit white and grab a clipboard when yeah. when the report comes back that you dumped the bike over. Yeah, the dreaded clipboard. 
So the first thing they tell you when you leave, or maybe not the first thing, the last thing they tell you when, when you leave with the bike is don't damage the bike. Yes. Got it. I won't damage the bike. When you come back and you've damaged the bike, um, yeah, they're just not happy. So he brought the clipboard out, and I'm like, Jeff, why don't you just go? Because this is going to take a while. Right. And, uh, yeah, so we had to document all the damage. So um, just kind of in wrapping up, what – because you're you're really good with lessons, lessons learned. So what, what lesson do you draw from a day like this? Well, um, pain is a process. Uh, learning involves pain. Maybe not always physically, but in this case, it was physical. Um, so it's not the bike's fault. It's my fault. Uh, and, and I just need to keep going because I'll get through the pain and I'll be better. That's great. Well, given especially that, that you're, you're okay, it's a, it's a fun story to share and you're living life to its fullest. So thanks for bringing the motorcycle story to us. Yeah, thanks for asking. You bet. Want to Drive, Parts 1 and 2. So Want to Drive, you actually wrote a two-part blog, Want to Drive, Want to Drive or Not. And um, this was interesting. This was triggered by a friend of yours, Peter, who found a YouTube video on how to drive an 18-speed transmission, which, by the way, I can't even imagine. So it brought back memories for you of a, a pretty big event. You were a grave digger in college. You worked with a guy named Billy who had a big truck. Yeah. And you wanted to, what you said, drive a truck like Billy's. So what, this was an interesting story. What happened here? Yeah, the whole backstory on this goes back to when I was four years old. When I was four years old, I lived across the street from a construction company. And I would sit on the curb in the afternoons, and I would watch the guys come back with their trucks. And I just kind of fell in love with trucks. Fast forward from four years old to my teenage years, I'm working at the local cemetery, setting up for funerals, filling in after funerals, whatever. And the guy who digs the graves, uh, Billy, his name is Billy, he also has a trucking business and uh, hauling heavy equipment around. And so one day I got up, I was so curious to, to, to experience that, see what that was like. One day I got up the courage to ask him if I could go for a ride with one of his guys. And he said, well, he tried to talk me out of it, and then he said, okay, sure, show up, you know, tomorrow at 6. Yep. So I did. So you, you showed up at 6 to spend the day with Michael, Yeah. and you did, in fact, get to ride in the truck, but I then did. Michael kind of turned the tables on you. So what happened? Yeah, as we, so we went down to Atlantic City. This was from Philadelphia. Went down to Atlantic City, picked up a machine, took it up somewhere in North Jersey, and then we were coming back. We stopped at a rest uh, rest stop, and then um, we were walking back to the truck. And he turns to me and he's like, "You want to drive?" And I'm like, uh, "No." And he's like, <laughs> "You're just gonna come out here all day just to sit in the truck?" And he's like, "Come on, you want to drive or what?" So I was like, mm, "Okay," and I, <laughs> you know, he put me in. I, I got I got in and I and I started driving. So pretty you know, scary, and it's one of the wide load trucks, right? Yeah, we, we didn't have a we didn't have a machine on at that time, thankfully. Um, but yeah, it, so it's a big you know big semi. All right. right, and so one of the one of the um, parts of this day that you described was approaching a toll booth yeah. that you needed to fit this big rig through. Right. 
and um, had no choice but to do that, right? Yeah, I mean, once once he, you know, we once we got started, he he kind of took a nap, <laughs> took a nap. So we were on the Jersey Turnpike, I think, and we're driving down, and I, I see the sign that there's a toll booth up ahead, like two miles or something. So I hit him, and I'm like, I can't. I can't do this. He's like, what? It's just a, you just steer between the toll booth. You got to stop anyway to pay him. I'm like, uh, okay. So, um, and those are the days before the open road tolling. So I, I actually had to pull in there, stop at the right spot, hand the money out to the toll taker and get a rece- receipt back. So it was very scary. It was very scary. So I'm, I'm just wondering, kind of as a conclusion to the story, throughout the whole rest of your life, how many times did you see a truck like that and, and kind of say to yourself, like, oh, my God, I drove one of those? Oh, well, a lot, because I did. When I, when I started my well, – even before I started my business. But oh. I drove all the time. Okay. When I was, so it was actually inf- instructive and informative. All right. Um, so I've, I've – I've driven pretty much every kind of truck there is, so I, I feel good about it now. Good. <laughs> but, I, but at the time, I did not. That's great. Well, it's a fun story, a fun story for you to share. Yeah, well, thanks for asking. Yeah, you bet. Thanks for listening to this episode of the How Did Happen podcast, where we believe that success doesn't happen unless you make it happen. You can subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you like to listen. And while you're there, please rate it and leave a comment as well. I'd love to hear your thoughts about the show, ideas for future guests, or whatever you'd like to share. And of course, you can always find me at MikeMalatesta.com. See you next time. Thanks again for listening to the How Did Happen podcast.